Welcome to the St. Gabriel Catholic Radio Weekly Faith Dialogue with Bishop Robert J. Brennan, Bishop for the Diocese of Columbus, for the sixth week of Easter. Welcome, Your Excellency. Thank you, Bill. How good to talk to you. Yes, and Happy Easter. Happy Easter. We continue this Easter season, yes. That's right. The 50 days of Easter go right through Pentecost. Mm. Now, uh, this week we have a special feast day on Thursday, the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima. That's right. And we commemorate the appearance of um, Mary to the children in Fatima just over 100 years ago in uh, 1917. And it's, uh, it's a great feast, and um, her message to us is so relevant even to the world today. Remember, she asked those children to have people pray the rosary, to pray for peace, and to, she proclaimed a message of repentance for sin. Remember, she gave—it it sounds kind of scary, but they had that vision of hell. But the point of it is that God's mercy— is stronger than everything else, and that this is a cry for repentance, for conversion in the world. And those children, God bless them, um, took it very, very seriously. Two of them now have been canonized. On the, um, they they died young in the pandemic in nine, in, the, in 1918. But uh, Sister Lucia. Uh, died after two th- in the 2000s, and so her cause is underway. So, uh, yes, the gr- message of Fatima is so important to the world. It was important in 1917. It was important in 2017. It's important today. You mentioned uh, Mary's call to pray for peace. They were in the midst of World War One. They were. They were in the midst of World War One, which um, w- w- was r- really a turning point in um uh, in in war you you know it's, it it was like the beginning if you will of modern war what a brutal brutal war and um and a, ter- a terrible horrors and she addresses the war she says that it would be ending but she says that, you know goes back to our conversation last week peace not as the world gives it but as Jesus gives it um it, it was a fragile peace, and she was calling us to something deeper, lamenting the reality of war and the fact that we would probably head down that path again. And she asked us to pray, and that was the foundation for peace? Exactly. She asked us to pray. She asked the children to pray. She has them ask us all to pray. And she put a very special emphasis on the rosary, um, on the rosary, and what a a beautiful gift that is to us, uh, praying the rosary. And I hope people pray the rosary every day. Um, that's a, that's, it's one of those things that we can do um, easily enough. And, and and I ask people, I beg you, please pray the rosary. If, and, and I always say, do what you can, not what you can't. In other words, make a commitment to do something and, if all you can do is say a decade every day, then say a decade every day. But if you could find the time, and it requires an intention. You have to say, I'm going to do it, and you know, it has to be something realistic. I'm going to do it the first thing in the morning. I'm going to find a time in the middle of the day. I'm going to do it before going to sleep. And, and even if you fall asleep doing it, but pray the rosary. Um, and 
it's it, it's it's a great gift. It's you know people talk about spirituality, they talk about meditation. We've got it. It's all there in the rosary. And for those who are really struggling, I often say this when somebody says whether it be because of physical pain or emotional struggle, I can't even do that. I sometimes say just hold the rosary in your hand. Hold it in your hand and treat it like a lifeline. Um, do what you can and be connected with Mary in, in turning to Jesus. Uh, she brings us to Jesus. And if all you can do is hold it, then then hold it. But, you know, it's a gift that the Lord gives us through our Blessed Mother to unite us with Jesus. And Bishop Brennan, uh, there'll be a special rosary procession on Thursday, the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima. One of the things I discovered um, when I came here, shortly after I came here two years ago, was the Fatima procession here in the downtown area. And it begins at Holy Family and walks past the cathedral. We pray at the cathedral and then continues on to St. Patrick Church. And the procession, I think, begins at 7. Is that correct? Yes, you should uh, arrive at uh, Holy Family at about 6.30 to get ready for the procession. The procession does start at 7 o'clock. It's about 1.8 miles, and I understand that Father Stosh, uh, they'll have a, um, a, um, a police escort so that we can pray a little bit more closely together. In the past, we've been on the sidewalks, and it's been hard to negotiate, you know, kind of a unified prayer. But what a beautiful prayer it was. And, and you're hearkening back to that first... Um, rosary procession here in Columbus when you arrived, wasn't that just stunning to pray for peace and unity for a city, not knowing what was ahead of us? Exactly. Wow. You know, and um, we need it now. Unfortunately, we couldn't do it last year, uh, but we uh, did pray the rosary here at the cathedral, and you uh, broadcast that for us on St. Gabriel Radio so that we could be united and mock that day in a special way. And uh, we had um, the, the, the sisters join us, um, so the representation through Holy Family and St. Patrick's. So um, that was a beautiful, a beautiful day. Um, and, uh, and this year I'm thrilled uh, that we can, uh, can, can resume. And, you know, we'll try to be careful with the social distancing and watching out for one another. But um, with the help of the police, and we're so grateful to to the uh, police who will assist us and who always are so good to us and watch over and protect our community um, so that we can do so in an orderly way and in a way that it's safe. Mm-hmm. And for those logistics folks out there, you'll probably want to work with a friend and uh, park one of the cars at St. Patrick's because that's where you're processing to, and then go over to a Holy Family and uh, as a group or as friends, you can right. go ahead and process together, and that way I you think, can negotiate that. Exactly. I think they'll have shuttles, and um, and that would be helpful, but I think more, the more people who can ha- work things out themselves, I'm sure that makes for a smoother, a smoother transition. And, you know, we'll be praying the rosary along the way, and also the Pope has asked us to pray the rosary um, continuously in a special way, an extra prayer of the rosary through the month of May. And a beautiful thing that they've been doing through the Vatican is the... Uh, um, 
is praying the rosary in a different Marian shrine throughout the world every single day. And we can be connected to that through the com- uh, computer, you know, through the Vatican website. Here in the United States, that's going to be at noon on Monday, May 17th. And uh, that will be prayed from uh, the Shrine of the Immaculate Conception in Washington, D.C. I think yesterday, uh, Monday, was Our Lady of Knock, um, but shrines all around the world are praying the rosary. And I think that's, that's a great sign of, of our unity throughout the world, um, joined together in prayer. Uh, our Blessed Mother bringing us together from all around the world to pray. And, you know, do we ever need it? We need the world in uh, t- today is very similar to the world in, in 1917 with the realities of war and violence, maybe in different expressions, but still war and violence. P- violence just plagues our city. Um, the, um, the world is in need of conversion, and uh, the world is... Uh, in in need of of Christians turning our hearts through Mary to to Jesus, so we we need to pray. We need to pray. You know, the pandemic of nineteen eighteen. We went through a pandemic ourselves just recently. So there are many similarities that remind us of our need to pray and to to depend on the Lord. So, so. you would talk another about- great thing about Fatima this past year. I don't know. Did you see that? The, the the film that was released in the last year called Fatima. Yes, I have. That's Isn't beautiful. That a powerful film. It is. And maybe you know that that can be streamed. I, I I imagine that the video is out, but I know it can be streamed through different uh, services. And it's great to be able to support, even if even if you have to pay a couple of dollars. It's good to be able to support uh, some of these very good films. And that's just a great portrayal and a reminder of the power of the message of Fatima and and of the uh, strength the, the, uh, of character of these three children, of Lucia, Francisco, and Jacinta. In Living Out That Faith, last week uh, you awarded Steve Johnson from Ada, the Catholic Man of the Year. Yes, another great tradition that we have here in the Diocese of Columbus. Last year I had the privilege at the lunch of awarding it to Dr. Ray Sheridan and then this year to Steve Johnson of Ada. Unfortunately, we couldn't have the gathering, and I regret that because that's part of the, the goodness of these kinds of days, you know. But on the other hand, um, Steve um, is a worthy recipient – and one of the things that stands out in his life and in his nomination is the focus on the family and the connection between the family and the parish. And so, so, uh, so I, in this year of St. Joseph, it was really a, a good to nominate a man like Steve and to focus in on his devotion to family. Mm. It was really striking to hear Steve, as he accepted your reward, say that he always talks to his children that his job is to get them to heaven, and he wants to have them here. Well done, good and faithful servant. I think that is a wonderful example for all fathers. It's, it most certainly is. It most certainly is. And then later on this year, in August, there's going to be a new event that hasn't even been formally announced until now. What's coming up in August? Well, we look forward to a Eucharistic gathering um, 
uh, from all over the diocese. It'll be here in the Columbus area, but it's a two-day uh, event uh, focusing on as we're trying to renew our appreciation for the Eucharist with the return and with people being able to come back and trying to invite people back or into a deeper relationship with our Lord in the Eucharist. So we look forward to gathering um, on at the end of August. It would be August 27th and 28th. And we interesting, the Feast of St. Monica and the Feast of St. Augustine, mother and son. And we'll be uh, reflecting on the power of the Eucharist, real presence, real future, and uh, the presence of Jesus in our lives as we go forward. So I look forward to that. We look forward to representation from every parish and from people from all over this great diocese. And um, Archbishop Perez of Philadelphia is going to be our keynote. He's uh, the uh, the... He's the, he was in uh, Cleveland, and now he's the Archbishop of Philadelphia. But we look forward to welcoming him back to Ohio. And I can tell you he'll have a great message and engagement for all of us. And then, of course, focuses on Holy Mass on, on Saturday. That's Bishop Brennan talking about the upcoming uh, Eucharistic gathering on August 27th and 28th, Friday evening, and then Saturday. And then the Saturday event is going to be at St. Charles. Is that right, Bishop Brennan? That's correct. And Bishop Brennan, could you close us with a prayer and a blessing? Indeed. And as we look forward to celebrating the Feast of Our Lady on the uh, Feast of, uh, of Our Lady of Fatima, we also look ahead to the Ascension of the Lord this weekend and celebrate his ongoing presence among us and connecting those feasts of Fatima and Resurrection and Ascension. I'll, I'll pray the Regina Chaley. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Queen of heaven, rejoice, alleluia. For the Son whom you merited to bear, alleluia, has risen as he said, alleluia. Pray for us to God, alleluia. Rejoice and be glad, O Virgin Mary, alleluia, for the Lord is truly risen, Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. And may Almighty God bless you and your families, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us again, Bishop Brennan, on the St. Gabriel Catholic Radio Faith Dialogue. And now we rejoin our regularly scheduled programming, Already in Progress. <laughs> 